Hey y'all, and welcome to Let's Talk Sis. My name is Shekinah, and I will be your host. One thing I can assure you you will hear is experience from, well, me, a black woman in America, okay? Let's Talk Sis will be an honest podcast and a platform for black women to share stories, experiences, and, well, be entertained. Sit back, relax, and let's talk, sis. Oh my gosh. Hey, sis. Welcome back. Welcome back to Let's Talk, sis. I'm so excited to crack this mic open. It's been entirely too long since I've talked to you guys, and I'm happy to be back. I hope everybody had an amazing Thanksgiving, ate good food, spent time with family. I don't know about y'all, but as I get older, unfortunately, Thanksgiving and holidays aren't what they used to be. Uh, Mostly just, there's not many places to convene. You know, back in the day, everybody went to granny's house or, you know, cousin's house or whatever. And now everybody's all over the world and in a phase of, you know, creating their own families and starting new lives. So it's more uh, prevalent now than ever to really spend time with those family members and make memories and traditions. Like I miss traditions. I like traditional things. Like if every year at Thanksgiving, you know, uh, y'all put up the Christmas tree and go pick up the Christmas tree, you know, the day after, like continue those traditions with your family. You know, if every year somebody learns how to make the the famous uh, dinner rolls or something, continue that tradition with your younger siblings and cousins and things like that. Traditions matter and they really help to kind of make certain times like the holidays special, right? Not just another day, not just a day you have off work, but it really kind of helps to put some meaning behind those days and those times and help memories to last. You know, for example, um, Christmas is literally my favorite season, my favorite time of the year one, because gifts is my love language. Yes. (laughs) But also, um, during Christmas, my dad and I, we would, we would create, um, little gingerbread houses and we would decorate them and we wouldn't do the cheapskate way of buying the gingerbread kit how a lot of people do nowadays no ma'am we legitimately baked our cookies from scratch and we would do all kind of cookies we never actually did gingerbread though <laughs> we would do chocolate chip cookies we did uh, we definitely did a graham cracker house one time we did sugar cookies but it usually was a chocolate chip cookie house just because who eats gingerbread (laughs) but um anyway with that being said i'm just gonna get into our let's talk topic of the week um springing off family springing off thanksgiving full disclosure y'all i am in therapy okay um i'm in therapy with my mom and it's um it's bittersweet it's bittersweet and y'all gonna have to work with me on this episode because I have so many thoughts surrounding this and you know the whole point of me creating this podcast is to share stories right share experiences share things that are real um and and that are happening you know in efforts to create community to create the um the sense and the feeling that whoever's listening you know, you're not alone. You're not the only person going through certain things as complicated and and hurtful maybe even certain experiences are. You have, you know, a sisterhood out there of people who are going through the same thing as you. So, yeah, um, we are in therapy. And 
a lot of it boils down to a difference of um, opinion and ultimately um, expectations versus reality. You know, um, I've been questioning a lot with going through this process, going through this journey, you know, at what point are my expectations of how my mother should act, how my mother should treat me, how my mother should respond to certain things. At what point do those expectations no no longer matter, right? Because if we look at the facts of things, she's a grown woman, and as am I, right? And a lot of our conflict comes from um, when I've felt that, you know, certain things that she's done or said haven't necessarily been with the the utmost consideration for myself, um, for our family unit, or how things are supposed to go. And she's very much of the standpoint, you know, that she gets to make her decisions for herself. It's her life. She only gets one. And her, her life's choices and decisions and beings shouldn't have to necessarily, um, or shouldn't revolve around me, you know, shouldn't be subject to my opinion or uh, thoughts or whatever. And that is fair. You know, um, at the end of the day, like I said, she's a grown woman and as am I, and I cannot expect her to make all of her decisions revolving around me and ensuring that I'm going to be good at the end of the day. But I guess what I do expect is that in those decisions being made, my uh, response and feelings are respected. And that led me to kind of the thought process around, because everybody says, you know, everybody keeps saying, well, that's just who your mom is and you have to learn to accept her. And just if we take it outside of my mother, that's just who X, Y, and Z person is, right? I'm sure we all had somebody in our life who we wish we could, I don't know, program to act a certain way, right? But that's just just who they are. And so it led me to think, okay, at what point do I simply um, just abandon all hopes and expectations for a person, right? So for example, if, and I'm going to be basic with this, if I get a cut on my, uh, if I'm outside playing and I'm a kid and I get a cut on my knee, I often would expect my mom to be there to bandage up my knee, to clean it out, make rub my back. Hey, it's going to be okay. You'll, you'll be good. You know, in three weeks time, it'll heal. Just make sure you put cocoa butter on it. And, you know, the whole mommy nurse routine. That is an expectation. But there, there are many situations in many relationships where you get a scrape on your knee and oh, okay, you you still breathing? All right, cool, let's keep it moving, right? And there isn't that time taken out to, to nurse you back to quote-unquote health. And these could be physical scars. These could be emotional scars. It could be, you know, hey, mom, I'm coming to you because I'm feeling, you know, I don't know, I'm just making this up, but I'm really insecure about um, how my clothes are fitting. And you might expect your mom, oh, honey, you know, you're so beautiful and, you know, um, you can just change small things in your diet, and if you work out, we can go to the gym, blah, blah, blah. You know, you might expect that nurturing uh, response, but the reality of the situation is they may look at you and say, oh, well, stop eating so much, you know, and you might get that type of response, and that could cause a potential scar. But 
what I'm getting at is at some point we have to, I have to learn to manage my expectations, right? So I thought, okay, well, what are expectations? What is, what, where does this yearning and feeling for somebody to act a certain way come from? Like, you know, what is that all about? And so, you know, I began to kind of look some things up. And um, what I've come to learn is that there is a fundamental difference between something you hope will happen and something you expect to happen. And formulating your mind around these two different concepts saves a whirlwind of, of disappointment and despair, you know, in relationship with people. So for example, hopes are abstract. They're, they're things that you desire, matters of the heart. You know, I hope that when I get home, you know, um, there, there'll be some flowers waiting for me, you know, or I hope that when I'm sick, I can call this person and they'll have my back, right? It's very abstract. It's very general. It's just a fantasy, if you will, because it's really based on nothing. It's based on desire. It's often based on things we see in movies. Um, it's based on novels and books of happy endings and how things go. And you hope that you're going to find your Prince Charming and you hope that he'll be a millionaire when you marry him. And you hope that the man of your dreams is perfect and doesn't irritate you ever. But if we really were to kind of put some reality to those things, they're, 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 they're thoughts, they're fodder, they're nothing solid. There's nothing really concrete in a hope, right? And then you have an expectation. And expectations are strong beliefs that things are going to happen based on fact, based on things that have already happened. So you can expect that if you eat five pizzas a day, drink two liter Cokes, that you're going to gain weight, right? Because based on facts in the past, our body doesn't process things that well. Right. So you can expect that if you don't pay your rent, you're going to get an eviction notice. Right. Those things can go hand in hand. So it's so easy to determine and to um, identify expectations and hopes when we have, um, you know, concrete things surrounding it. So, for example, you don't pay your rent, you know, you're going to get an eviction notice. Right. There's a contract in place. There's a there's a set amount of money you're supposed to pay. There's a process. There's an operation. There's a system of, of things to happen to provide a certain outcome. And any kink in that system will determine a different outcome. Right. But when we're talking about matters of the heart and when we're talking about matters of relationship, it's so much harder to for your own sake, determine, okay, is this an expectation I have of this person or is this a hope I have of this person? So taking it back to me, should I expect, you know, my mom to consider and to um, converse with me about certain things prior to making the decision? At this point, absolutely not. Because based on fact, that is just not, that's just not what's going to happen. Now, I can continue to expect something different, right? I could continue to expect her to um, include me on certain things and and, and uh, operate in a different manner. But that would really just be setting myself up for failure, 
right? Because I know what what facts have been presented to me. And I can choose to ignore them, you know, and, and there's something to be said for expecting better of a certain person, you know, but at a certain point, you have to put up your boundaries. So, for example, you have someone, somebody in your family um, who may be struggling with, with um, substance abuse, you know, and the first time you you see them, I'm just going to go extreme, you see them high, strung off on, um, from doing heroin. You don't, you don't allow, like, you don't say, all right, cool, go ahead, do your hair and do your drugs. No, you say, I expect better of you. I expect you to get your shit together, take a look at your life, appreciate some things, and do better. Because a lot of times, when we set those higher expectations of people, they will rise to the occasion, right? They will see the value in what you're saying and see the value in your expectations versus their actions. Sometimes, right? Sometimes. And here's where the adulting comes in. You have to know, all right, I've set my expectation here. I can give you one, two, three, four chances. Some people maybe five, six, seven, 20 chances to meet my expectations. But at a certain point, point you have to realize that your expectations at this point are simply a hope it's simply a dream it's simply a, a, um, a desire and aspiration but it should not be what you expect if you go into this substance abuse situation after the fourth fifth chance expecting them to be something different expecting them to get their act together expecting them to just put down just say no you will be hurt. You will be upset and broken and tainted and now um, furious with them because you put an expectation on them. And then here is the kicker, folks. Here's the kicker, right? And this this is probably the most res- revolutionary thought of it all. It is not somebody else's responsibility to meet your expectations. I'm going to say that again for the people It is not someone else's responsibility to meet your expectations. Just because you expect this person to be this dignified or this considerate or or even a little more cutthroat, whatever it is, just because that's what you expect doesn't mean it is their responsibility to execute on that. It, it does not mean that. And that's a hard pill to swallow, especially when we're talking about intimate relationships. You know, you want the person on the other line, on the other end, to be all that you want them to be, right? You want them to fit in this box and you want them to um, check off these things that you find important, these things that you find valuable and say are necessary. You want that person to possess those things. But at the end of the day, it is not their responsibility to meet your expectations. You have to meet people where they are. And it's some work. I don't even know the work, like the physical work to do to separate those two, right? To separate, all right, this this was something I expected, but now I got to realize it's a hope. You know, there's, there's certain processes and there's certain physical work that can be done to break that psyche I'm just trying to figure out what it is because it's hard when I expect my mom to be a certain way and she's not 
you know, and it's, and I, as I'm saying this, I, I, I would assume that part of it comes from maybe figuring out where said expectations have come from, you know, why do I have such standards or expectations of her and, and yet it's contrasting to who she actually is. That's, it seems like a good place to start, you know, maybe that's something I'll bring up for my therapist, but, um, I say this to say, y'all, you know, we have so many relationships with people on a day-to-day basis. And I think we all know your relationships with your coworkers is different than your relationships with your boyfriend and your mom and your dad and your cousins and your best friends. They're all different. But I think a common um, denominator in any relationship is we have expectations, right? We do. Otherwise, anybody could treat us any kind of way ever. And we, the work comes in determining what's acceptable, right? What can you tolerate? And then you add another layer, like a family member, such as your mom, your dad, your cousin, your brother, and you can't walk away from them, right? You can't just say, well, they don't meet my expectations because, shoot, my cutoff game is strong, okay? I don't really like to have to convince somebody um, how I'm feeling is valid or, or what I'm going through is valid, right? So in any case when that happens, my cutoff game is strong. I'm good. We good. Goodbye. You know, and you can't do that with your parents. You can't do that with them. You have to ultimately decide what's more important, right? Your relations with them. Or than meeting your expectations. And it's not uh, as easy a decision as I just posed it to be, right? Because if I were to have to answer that, I don't have an answer of which is more important. Because at the end of the day, and then this is where the work comes in of changing those expectations into hopes, right? At the end of the day, I don't ever want to be in a relationship where... Or maybe this is what I need to do, where I expect nothing, you know, and and you just allow things to happen. But it's harder when you have 25 years of history, (laughs) 26 years of history. Excuse me, I keep trying to make myself younger. It's harder when when it's your mom, right? When you're going into a situation, you know, fresh face, oh, meeting somebody for the first time, or maybe even on each other for a year, you can kind of wipe the slate clean and you can kind of start over. Um... But it's harder when this person is your parent and they already come from uh, having an elitist attitude of I'm the parent, right? So if y'all can help me, y'all are um, having similar issues and it may not be with the parent, it may be with the coworker, it may be with the boyfriend of, you know, having to manage your expectations and understanding just that, that they are your expectations on behavior and they aren't on anybody else's shoulder to carry or uh, be responsible for, hit me up. Let me know how you're handling it. Let me know like what you tell yourself to get through uh, maybe some difficult conversations or situations that you have with certain people because child, this is not fun. It's not... Um, exciting you know being in therapy it's not the most uh, riveting thing I am certainly grateful for the opportunity right to make things better because a lot of times 
there's mommy issues that go on and we don't speak about them. We hear about daddy issues and girls having daddy issues, but we don't ever speak on mommy issues because they're a real thing, you know. Um, my mom is of a different generation. She's of a different time. She's of a different thought process. And, you know, things that, <clears throat> excuse me, she values and finds, <clears throat> excuse me, finds to be important um, and priority, you know, maybe are different for me and they're fundamental, right? So then we have that major conflict of ideas and it's, it's a ever, um, ever changing dance of balancing, owning my opinion, right? Owning my stance on things, owning my decisions and still operating in, in in a world with her and in a world with love and in a world with where we can mesh and meld and um, be a power force. You know, that's ultimately the goal. And that's ultimately what family is for, for, for us to continue to help lift each other and build each other and grow with each other, right? But there's just sometimes a lot of uh, hurt and um, confusion and misunderstandings and things that get in the way. So I certainly encourage anybody listening, you know, seek counsel, seek counsel. And, and listen, y'all, therapy is not cheap. I'm not even going to sit up here in front like, oh, you just going to get therapy, blah, blah, blah. There are, you know, um, apps like that you can use and, and pay like a smaller monthly fee and they're like online counseling, seek that out. You know, things like, I think it's like better help or something. They're not sponsoring me, but I've used them. Um, and you can chat virtually with somebody. It helps so much to get your thoughts out and to have a, a, a sounding board, you know, somebody to pose questions to you, pose ideas to you that maybe you never thought about, a new perspective. And we are all flawed. We all could use some help. We all could use some improvement. So, you know, take time to to consider that. Um, and even if you don't want to go the traditional therapy route, there are things like life coaches, you know, that you can reach out to because a lot of times people don't like to necessarily be quote, diagnosed, and that's what they think therapy is. You're going to get a, a symptom or a syndrome or a this or a that that you're suffering from, right? A lot of times people don't want to hear that. You just want to hear some positive motivation, a different perspective, um, some some gratitude um, language, right? So you can work with the life coach. You know, you can seek counsel in your, your professional uh, arenas. Reach out to mentors. You know, a lot of things people know. They only know because somebody told them. So don't ever sell yourself short in thinking that you should just know these things. You should just know these things. No. Seek help. Ask questions. And, you know, what's the worst somebody's going to say if you ask a question? Like, that's that's crazy. You know, like, what are the worst they're going to say? I don't know. Well, then they're just as dumb as you are, right? If that's how you were feeling. So don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there and to seek help, to seek betterment, right? Nobody is perfect. No relationship is perfect. And we, this, my generation is armed with so much knowledge and so much opportunity to apply said knowledge that we have to, and especially the black community. We don't have conversations. We don't talk about things. We don't put things on front street. You know, a lot of times if your parents said it, that's what it was. And, you know, you get to a certain point where challenging their their trains of thought is is not necessary, but you do have to break certain cycles 
of of um what's the word I'm looking for of 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 thinking that they know it all right a lot of times our parents grew up and they thought that what they said is what it was because they said it not because there was any sort of legitimate thought put behind it not because anybody showed them a tried and true theory not because they read a millions of books on it but simply because that's what they said or because that's what they mama said or that's because that's how they granny did it right so we have to put work into challenging those thoughts but only for a bettering of the next generation right only for uh, our next generation to think more freely more creatively more innovatively and advancing our community right because they their their possibilities are endless they don't think that there's anything that they can't do um and that's our job that's our responsibility and it starts with doing the work it starts with challenging those ideas it starts with um honoring your feelings you know honoring um um hurt and trauma and confusion and honoring those things that they that that is your experience and then doing the work to turn that that pain into passion and and using that passion to fuel your life and to fuel uh, you know everything that you're doing so I know this is a quick episode, but I had to get that out. I had to let y'all know that, you know, I'm out here every day trying to figure out the best, most mature way to deal with the situation, to maintain relationships, um, and to ultimately grow and to be better. So if you know somebody who could benefit from this conversation, just make sure you share the podcast. Tell them to check us out. Let's talk sis can be found anywhere podcasts are streamed like and subscribe leave a comment let me know how many of you are dealing with certain things and as always as always i love you sis <laughs>